This is Retirement Keys with Anthony Congemi from Crescent City Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Anthony provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Keys with your host, Anthony Kinjemi. Hello, this is Anthony Kinjemi again with another episode of Retirement Keys. Thank you so much for joining us. We have our uh, co-host, Mr. Tony Shore, with us this morning. And uh, as we do every Sunday morning, and we couldn't really, couldn't do the show without him. We're so thankful to have Tony with us. Tony, thank you for being here. Oh, Anthony, thank you for having me on the show once again. And I'm excited about this because we're doing a series and uh, we're going through uh, these 20 steps and I really think uh, these 20 tips you have are great. And in our last episode, we covered a few of them. And uh, we're going to talk about a, a few of these each week, aren't we? Yes, we are. We have 20 what we would consider key questions to ask yourself. Yep. Ask your you know financial advisor, retirement planner, uh, sister, brother, whoever's helping you. Uh, but these are 20 key questions that we feel deserve uh, to be asked and deserve an answer as it relates to retirement planning. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's huge. And obviously this is something everybody should have and know about. Uh, You want these questions to ask. These are the questions you have to be asking. And if our listeners want a copy, they don't have to take notes because you're going to send them a copy. They can get it uh, just by uh, calling up or meeting with you. I know you have these available. It's a, it's a great thing. Questions to ask before you retire. So if you're recently retired or haven't yet retired, these are the important questions you need to know. And as you said on last week's show, Anthony, um, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, they don't know what to ask and they get in a situation where, um, you know, they're retired. Like you said, you have a lot of people coming to you saying, man, I wish I would have asked this question or that question. Right. So you've put these together. These are the key questions people wish they had asked who uh, are already in retirement, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And and we'll make it easier, really easy for you to get the questions. You frankly don't even need to call in if you, you know, you just simply can go to our website at crescentcityretirement.com and you'll see a button right on the front of the website that says questions to ask before retirement. Just click there and then uh, the questions will be, uh, you know, send us, you know, we'll get your name and email address and they'll uh, within 24 hours, they'll be in your inbox. We're going to send them straight to you. That's amazing. Uh, so it'd be very easy for you to get the questions. Of course, as you say, Tony, we're talking about them on the show. Sure. And the reason why we think it's just critical If you think about it in anything that you embark on in life, whether it's building a house or, or, you know, buying a computer or, or, or creating a retirement plan or whatever it might be, you know, a lot of times we, we don't know what we don't know. 
And we then find out later, oh, shucks, I wish I would have, you know, known that. Or if I would have known to ask that question, I could have, I could have, uh, you know, maybe made a better choice for myself, but I didn't know to even ask that question at the time. And so that, I think that's common, not, not just for retirement planning or financial planning. I think it's common, you know, in just about anything that you do. I mean, if you're, you know, trying to go to, you know, put a kid in college. I mean, you know, what are the, you know, when you think about a lot of people get involved in, you know, college planning and funding and, and, uh, loans and grants and, you know, you know, a lot of it can be a little convoluted. And, and then all of a sudden, if you didn't know what to ask, you know, a lot of times you just get, uh, 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 you know, you could have gotten a better result. And so we recognize that. And so what we've done with these questions, Tony, is just, as you know, we put together the top 20 questions that we think are just critical for any of us to ask as it relates to retirement planning. And, and we just want, want, want you to have it. I mean, you know, this is just our gift. I mean, you know, whether you ask the questions to yourself, to your spouse, to your financial advisor, to a retirement planner, whoever you ask, you know, you want to know what these questions. And then obviously if you ask a good question, then you can get some answers and that can help you in your journey as it relates to developing a retirement plan. So yes, we're very, you know, happy to have them and offer them and they're very easy to get. That's great. And I, I think it's great you offer this. Now I, I can recap a bit. Last week you talked about estate planning documents, what you should have. That's the number one question. What estate planning documents should I have to avoid legacy planning mistakes? And how do I leverage what I have for wealth transfer to my loved ones? Have that set up before you retire. Uh, then, then it's, uh, you know, uh, what about taxes and tax efficient assets to pass on to my heirs? How do I handle that? So I, it doesn't cost me or them a lot of money. And then, uh, how do I handle, uh, uh, you know, people, uh, different beneficiaries. So those are all grouped in that kind of enhanced planning. And then we started to touch a little bit on healthcare. And uh, the next few set of questions are uh, about a long-term care and healthcare costs. And long-term care has really become a concern. So, uh, you know, questions five, six, and seven, and eight, those four questions right. really all, all are about healthcare and long-term care, right? Correct. So the first four questions, as you mentioned, were uh, as it relates to estate planning, how things pass on uh, to our heirs and what are the you know appropriate documents to have in place. So, yes, the first four questions are wrapped around estate and legacy planning. So these four questions were concerning estate planning and the next four are going to be wrapped around health care planning slash long term care. And so, uh, yes, very much so. So number five, question number five reads, what is the average cost of long-term care? So this is an important question. You know, when we develop a retirement plan, we, you know, one of the concerns, uh, you know, concern A could be how do things pass on to my heirs and we want to be tax efficient. We want to take care of our 
our beneficiaries. So that that can be, a, a, you know, certainly, you know, an event that takes place. Number two concern could be, hey, what if I get sick? You know, what if we need additional uh, care? Uh, people want to protect their assets. They want to remain independent. And of course, in the back of all of our minds, that's an event that could take place where our health could fail for some reason. It could be a long-term, you know, disability. It could be Alzheimer's. It could be dementia. It could be Parkinson's. It could be, uh, you know, lots of different things that could happen where we would need additional care either at home or in an assisted living facility or in a nursing home. And so the first question uh, of the long-term care discussion is what is the average cost of long-term care? And of course, that's going to depend on where you live in the country. But in Louisiana, it's $200 a day, 6000 give or take a month, and right between seventy dollars and $75,000 a year is the average cost of long-term care. Now, there could be you know, variation depending on what, what type of care you need and in what environment. Uh, you receive the care, but if you, you know, if you figure somewhere in a neighborhood of five to 7,000 a month for somebody to needing long-term care, you're going to be in the ballpark uh, in Louisiana. So with that said, you know, the, the issue is, well, okay, we have this retirement plan. We have this income plan. We're enjoying our retirement. Now, all of a sudden, we need an additional five, six, seven thousand dollars a month to pay for additional long term care. Well, obviously, that can wreak havoc on a retirement plan, retirement portfolio. Right. Because this is an additional monies that has to come out uh, to fund it. And so and so that's the uh, that's the issue is in the event and I would need some type of long term care. You know, what is the average cost and do have I made some appropriate uh, planning uh, to offset that cost? Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. How have you planned to cover that or offset it? Right. And there are a lot of different strategies for that. So that's a big question. Long term care should just have uh, a thousand question marks behind it on this list. Just long term care question marks. Uh, because you need to figure that out. And that is a real problem for a lot of people because Anthony, like you say, uh, if you're married and over the age of 65, the the odds are, odds are one of you will be in long-term care needed, probably will one or the other, if not both. So uh, you have to plan for it. It's not like people are out there saying, I'm not going to need long-term care. Or my wife's not going to need long-term care. We're really fit, right? Um, well, that might mean you live longer, but the longer you live, uh, the odds actually go up <laughs> that you'll need long-term care at some point, uh, not down. So um, you have to have plan for this, don't you? You do. You do, Tony. And, you know, really, first of all, just getting clear on what environment uh, you would uh, want to recover in or to receive your care. I'll give you an example of two, two uh, areas, I think, primarily where people want to recover or in their minds when they think about, okay, if this happened to me, where would I want to recover? I would say primarily the number one uh, answer to that's going to be home at your home. 
And then number two answer is going to be assisted living, which are, you know, incidentally, these retirement communities, I don't know if we can, they're assisted living, you know, have assisted living, you know, assistance available. But these retirement communities today are really off the charts in terms of luxury and, uh, you know, I mean, they got five star chefs at some of these. I mean, they have all kinds of activities. So, I mean, the retirement communities today uh, look quite different than they did even 10, you know, 15 years ago. But with all that said, the two primary environments, I would say that, you know, people would, uh, would want to recover if they find themselves in this situation is, uh, either at home or an assisted living. Now, with that said, home care is the primary, uh, answer we get in our surveys as to where people want to recover, which makes sense. Right. And today with home care, you know, there's a lot available to us today that we didn't have years ago with technology, with, uh, with, um, uh, all the different services available, uh, that are, you know, that are available to us, uh, you know, transportation services and the like. So developing that plan of care, if you will, you know, they can widen doors, they can build ramps, they can lower countertops. I mean, they can equip, you know, the bathrooms. I mean, right. you can, you can build out and, and we call this, you know, a plan of care, but, but you can be organized. You could say, you know, if I wasn't able to, uh, you know, if I needed assistance and I needed, you know, an environment that was conducive for a long-term care, you know, it's amazing what can be done in your own home. Okay as well as the services available, uh, transportation services, uh, medical services, uh, especially since as recent as COVID with, you know, medical exams and, you know, with, with technology. So, you know, we can do some things when we're developing a plan of care for somebody to stay home with the technology and the services available. Uh, you know, it's just amazing. Uh, of what we have today and the efficiencies today that we didn't have just, you know, not that long ago to stay home. So, but with all that said, whether we would stay home or go into one of these retirement communities, obviously there is a cost to that. Right. Right. And so that's the thing when you're building out your long-term care strategy, the idea is where do we want to recover what would that look like in terms of plan and where I would recover and how I would recover and okay. And what the cost would be. And then what have we done inside of our plan to mitigate that cost or have a, have a, you know, monies an account, an appropriate account that would provide the funds needed. And that's the, the question, you know, what kind of care are we looking for? Where do we want to recover? What would the cost be? And what have we done to provide the funds if that event would take place? Right. Yeah, there you go. So obviously, you know, you have to be thinking about how much you're going to need and how you're going to cover that. And there are a lot of different strategies. There are a lot of vehicles now. Uh, they have life insurance policies, cash value that uh, will kick in if you do need long-term care. Uh, 
but yet you don't lose the money you put in. And uh, that's that's huge, obviously. Those right? hybrid policies have been very, very, very common uh, to be able to provide the funds needed. And one of the one of the issues and to your point, Tony, one of the issues that I think people had you know, years ago, and rightfully so, with traditional long-term care policies, it was kind of like, if you didn't use it, you lose it, you know? Right. And, uh, but as you say, with these hybrid policies, if you don't ever need it for long-term care, it ends up be becoming a, a wealth transfer strategy, and those benefits, you know, tax-free, incidentally, uh, death benefits pass on to your beneficiaries. So, um, you know, there's, again, there just like there's, you know, the care itself and the services and the technology have come a long way since the old, you know, dinosaur days of just, you know, hey, you're going to a nursing home. You know, you know we've got a lot more to offer today in terms of environment and services. Uh, the funding uh, piece of it has come a long way, you know, and uh, so that's why. It's so important to be thinking about it, not not to dwell on it, of course, uh, but to be thinking about it and think about, OK, part of my retirement plan is going to be if the event or in the event that this occurs, we have a plan. We've thought about it. We've talked about it. We know where the funds are coming from. And let me just add that. Whether we want to, you know, think about it or just or not think about it. In the back of most, uh, back of people's minds when they retire, you know, and as we all get older, uh, we always have in the back of our mind, and this is real important what I'm getting ready to share. We always have in the back of our minds, you know, what if, you know, what if I were to find myself in this position? And so then we say, well, we have money, we have investments. We have funds that we could, you know, pull from if we needed it. Okay. Which incidentally, a lot of times that becomes more of a tax taxable issue, depending on where we pull the money. So it could be very inefficient, but the, but the, but the point I'm trying to make is not just that it's if we have a plan in place, then it's liberating. Because when people are retired and they want to enjoy their retirement and they want to take that special vacation or, you know, I have a lot of clients that'll take the families on vacation, you know, the, their kids, grandkids. Right. You know, so when we're spending that extra money or we're doing some of these luxury uh, items that we would like to do, a lot of times just subconsciously somebody might feel, well, gee, should we do that? What if we need those funds to take care of us if we, you know, need long-term care? What if we get sick? You know, we, 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 we shouldn't do that. Or maybe we feel guilty doing it because, hey, one of us might get sick and we may need that money. So the liberating part of all this is if you do have a plan and you do have uh, the plan carved out as it relates to the funding of it, then you are freer, more free to do those things that you want to do to enjoy your retirement and not feel, you know, maybe 
uh, guilty in a way or, oh, gee, maybe we shouldn't do it because we might need these funds later for to, to take care of us in our old age. You know, we can put that to rest and then enjoy the funds we have for the fun, for the purpose of, of in retirement and not feel like we're always, oh, well, we might we might shouldn't shouldn't buy that car, shouldn't upgrade because, you know, we might need that money for 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 our health care later in the future. And so that's what I find, too, Tony. Not only is it financially, you know, the right thing to do, because we do want to protect assets. We do want to remain independent. We want we want to have a good plan in the event we need it. It's also a liberating thing because we can enjoy our retirement, enjoy doing those extra things or those funner things that we want to do and not feel not be concerned that we're tapping in the funds that we might need later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's huge, uh, obviously. So so, you know, I, I think, you know, we covered uh, the long term care and then the, the number nine is the big question. And you're basically uh, touching on that is uh, how do we determine how much net income we'll need in retirement? And I think it's good to talk about that. And that's the real trick with retirement, isn't it? It is, Tony. So as you know, that we, we feel there's five key elements to any sound retirement plan. Uh, one is going to be estate and legacy planning, which we touched on in our previous show about how assets pass on. That's certainly important. The other is health care planning. We want to make sure we have proper medical care. We want to know how Medicare works. We want to make sure we have a long-term care strategy in the event we need it. So estate and legacy planning obviously is important. Healthcare planning is important. And the third uh, key that we feel is very important in retirement is going to be income planning. And you're right. Question number nine on our questions is how to determine how much net income I will need in retirement. And so that is a, a question, right? And so the key word uh, is net, which you'll, when you get your questions, you'll see her in bold print because, you know, we've got to consider taxes, uh, federal taxes. We have to consider state taxes. And we also have to consider health care costs because when we think about a net income or what people might refer to as our take home pay, when you look at your, which, you know, your W2 today, your check that you receive as you're working, you know, a lot comes out of your check, right? Medicare, social security, federal taxes, state taxes, maybe your health insurance, maybe your disability insurance. Uh, so uh, your 401k contribution, so you have uh, funds coming out of your, your payroll check and you get this net number, right? And so we like to start there. In other words, when we're building a retirement plan and we're, we're, we're looking at the net income in retirement, we have to consider, obviously, how the assets are going to be taxed. So we have to consider the tax implications. We have to consider your health care, right? Medicare. Uh, or, or just, you know, ins health insurance, uh, long-term care. We have to consider your, your benefits, if you will, and your taxes. And then what is that net take home pay in retirement that you are going to live on? And 
there's a couple of ways you can go about trying to determine what that net number needs to look like. Uh, you know, obviously there's real fancy uh, accounting software, QuickBooks and Mint, and there's a lot, you know, budgeting and, and uh, expenses and, and all of this that we can do to really build out this, uh, this income that's going to be needed, this net income in retirement. And, and uh, some of that can be a little clunky and we have some really good, you know, accounting software and we have a, you know, a fabulous, uh, you know, uh, process for that. Exactly. Nobody wants to take a pay cut in retirement and that's why you plan it that way. Well, this is great information, Anthony, but we're almost out of time. So uh, why don't you let our listeners know uh, how they can get a hold of you and set up a complimentary consultation to get these questions answered before they retire? Absolutely. So what I would ask you to do if you, you know, enjoying the show and enjoying the, the, the questions and the topics, by all means, go to our website at crescentcityretirement.com and just get your copy of the questions. Get your copy. Read through the questions, make some notes, make your own notes on the questions, and then we can schedule a 15-minute call and we can discuss it. We can discuss the questions. We can discuss your thoughts. But I would say even before you call our office or to discuss these uh, retirement questions with me or anyone else for that matter, get the questions yourself please. They're available. CrescentCityRetirement.com. Just click on the little box. We'll, we'll, you know, the, the, the office will automatically, they'll send you out a nice PDF of the 20 questions that we're discussing on the radio and, and just read through them, make some notes. And, uh, you know, of course, if there's any additional questions that you want to discuss, by all means, jot those down. But we really feel that these 20 key questions are really going to get you started in the right direction as it relates to retirement. So anyway, I appreciate you joining us. I do have a, an additional key offer. I'd like to uh, like to make this offer as it relates to retirement planning. Uh, and again, thank you so much for joining us. Please uh, take advantage of our offer. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Retirement Keys with our host, Anthony Congemi. Thank you for listening to Retirement Keys. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Anthony Congemi at Crescent City Retirement Group. Call 504-828-2171 or visit the website at crescentcityretirement.com. Com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Anthony Kinjemi and Crescent City Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.